You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed. Hello, ladies. I hope you had a great week. And I am excited to finish this study on Courageous. It's going to be great. I hope that you've listened to part one. I really challenge you to go back and listen to it if you have not. We're going to start right off with a story that I heard about. A true story. On a dark, stormy night, when the waves rolled like mountains, and not a star was to be seen, a boat rocking and plunging neared the Cleveland Harbor. Are you sure this is Cleveland? asked the captain, seeing only one light from the lighthouse. Quite sure, sir, replied replied the pilot. Where are the lower lights? Gone out, sir. Can you make the harbor? We must, or we perish, sir. And with a strong hand and a brave heart, the old pilot turned the wheel. But in the darkness he missed the channel, and with a crash upon the rocks, The boat was splintered, and many lives were lost in a watery grave because the lighthouse keeper had not kept the lower lights burning to show the way to safety in that harbor. You know, Christians are like those lower lights, directing people to the Savior. But if we do not have courage to show the way, we will die and enter eternity without Christ. Remember all the different definitions and scriptures we looked up last week on courageous. Now those are things that help us keep those lights burning. We need to be that bright light for others and the lost, pointing them to Christ. I have four little points that are great things every single day to help remind us to seek God's courage. But before I give those to you, I want to introduce, maybe you know these two ladies, but two ladies in the Old Testament that there are some scriptures on them, one in particular, not very much, but they're with the same story, and they are great examples for her of women who really were up against the odds, but they took the Lord's courage and saw great victory. And the first one is Deborah. So she is the only woman in the Bible who was a judge and a prophet. And even then there was only man, one man rather, that was a judge and a prophet. So there were many judges and there were many prophets, but there was only one man and one woman that were both. Deborah was the woman. And if you can guess, the man was Samuel. God only chose two people. You know, maybe someday in heaven we'll get to find them in the many, many throngs of people. And ask them some questions. What was it about them that God chose them for these very special positions? Yes, they were high in um, rank or stature, if you will. But I don't believe their personality was. I believe they were faithful. They loved the Lord. And God saw purity of heart. Judges 4.4 4 says, And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at that time. So it was a time where Israel needed some leadership and God chose a woman to be that judge. So she would sit and often these judges would maybe choose an open space 
with the tree, you know, for some shade. And they would just sit day after day, hour upon hour, as people would come to them with situations and problems and crisis and uh, maybe just uh, an average counsel to seek the Lord's mind through Deborah, just as they had other men judges before. Well, Deborah had such um, influence that she also was a warrior. She was a fighter. She helped lead troops of Israel to war. She was also a poet. She was a singer. She was a songwriter. She was a daughter. She was a wife. And most likely she was a mother. That is not certain in the Bible, but we'll find that out in heaven as well. So she was like you and me. She had many titles, many hats that she wore as a woman. But yet she, you know, we see judge and warrior and prophet. And that can maybe lead us to just assume she was maybe a little bit of a rough character. But I don't think so. Not if she's a poet, singer, and songwriter. You know, she had a love for the Lord and the love for these people. And I think that's what one of the reasons God chose her. And what are the ways that we could be like Deborah? Number one, you need courage every day because you don't know what you're going to face in your day. So at this time, Barak was in the Bible and in this true story, not just, you know, in the Bible. And he went to Deborah here. He was a leader and they were going to go up to war against another nation that to him seemed mightier. And he was very nervous and, and fearful, to be honest. And he goes to a woman, which is quite interesting because in this culture, in the society over in that area, especially back in those ancient days, women were not think, thought of very highly. If you've been in any of the years where I've studied the women in the Bible, we know that women had very, very little value other than having children. And many were cast aside, many were put into slavery um, as a second, third wife, and their opinion really didn't matter. And that's why I love how God, out of the ordinary, chose Deborah, really to show us ladies that we can have that balance of maybe being in a leadership role, but yet even then, she was a wife. She had a husband to submit to, even though she was a judge. And it's interesting, it never says that God removed her from her position because she judged well, but oh, she didn't listen to her husband. We need to have both. That ladies, no matter what your job is in life, if you're married, uh, we still have that role. And it's not a burden. It's not a curse. It's something that if we live in our role, God gives us harmony and unity in our homes like none other if we're in the right place. And that's what Deborah did. But Barak would not go to war. He asked her, first of all, should we go? And she said, yes, you need to go. This, this is right. You know, the Lord's in it. He said, okay, we'll go and I'll lead them, but I won't do it if you don't come. You know, that's just unheard of that a leader of a male would ask a woman that in that society. And often even in this, this day and age in different places of the world. And so it showed how much um, faith and trust people had in Deborah. And so she said, okay, I'm going to go with you. I'll help lead the troops. I'll be a warrior. But because you asked me, a woman, to lead you, 
the victory will not be to your name and your credit, which was really an embarrassing thing to him. Well, number two, you need to ask God every day for courage because he can sustain and strengthen you. And I really believe Deborah asked God for these things. It might be in a different word. It might be in a different um, way that she did. But I know that she communed with God because there's no way she could judge people righteously if she didn't have the mind of God. But ladies, we need to ask him every day. He's already offered it. We just have to ask. Number three, you need to exercise your courage because those around you need it. So if Deborah would have just said, yes, you can go, but there's no way I'm not going. I'm a woman. I'm not going to go help fight your battle. You know, they may have gone and the Lord still may have given, given victory. But in this unusual situation, Barack needed Deborah. And ladies, there's people around you that need you. They need to see that you're going to do what's right, that you're going to overcome, that you're going to live in God's courage. The second lady, this is such an interesting story and it just goes together, is JL. Now this one, I really would not want to be her, but I give her so much um, credit that she was so courageous. And uh, Sisera was the enemy king and he was running because he realized they were about to be defeated while he went on the run and he comes to her village, if you will. And comes to her home, her tent, and asks, um, can I hide out here for a while? I'm, I'm weary, I'm worn out, but I just need to rest. And so, uh, again, paraphrasing, but she said, sure, come on in. And she was uh, very hospitable. Well, it says in Judges 4.21, Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a nail of the tent. So this king is sleeping. She takes a tent spike nail. And it says, and took an hammer in her hand and went softly unto him and smote the nail into his temples and fastened it to the ground for he was fast asleep and weary. So he died. Ladies, I cannot imagine. She must have had, um, even with God's courage, I just think if it were me, you know, I can be courageous, but as I would be holding that spike and hammer, my hand would be shaken. She had been so nervous thinking, I've got to make this count or else he's going to wake up and it'll all be over. And so she did it with precision, accuracy, speed, even though she went softly. And it, you know, is we just look at the whole story and think, oh, wow, there's victory. And we move on to the next verse. And not to be uh, negative, but this was a very gruesome thing to drive that spike through this king's temples to the ground. Um, but God used her courage and she knew Deborah, at least her leadership, enough to know, you know, she had that courage. And I think maybe Jael thought if Deborah can be the leader, if Deborah can be a judge, this has come to me right now. Like it says uh, in Esther, for such a time as this, this was Jael's moment. She needed to do what's right. She needed to have that courage or else her life would be known as the one who didn't do it, the one who was taken out. Well, because of her immense courage, God used Jael and Deborah to save the entire nation of Israel. What um, credit, but what amazement it gives me that God thought of that of women. And I just love that God put some of these women in the Bible 
to encourage us that God can use even you. He can use even me. Uh, Listen to the story. We still have one more point on that, by the way. But during World War II, a young soldier named David Webster of Easy Company of the 101st Airborne wrote to his mother. Stop worrying about me, he said. I joined the parachutists to to fight. If necessary, I shall die fighting, but don't worry about this, because no war can be won without men dying. Those things which are precious are saved only by sacrifice. Scripture often often refers to the Christian life as a war, a spiritual battlefield. To answer the question of the hymn writer Isaac Watts, we will not be carried to the skies on flowery beds of ease, and there is no victory apart from sacrifice and courage. Just as our salvation was purchased at great cost, overcoming the enemy and walking in the Spirit require that we be willing to give some things in order to triumph. You know, what in your life do you need courage for today? We all need it. And it's different for each and every one of us. But God has already given all the courage that you need for any and all situations in your life. We just need to ask and trust him. Number four of the point. Your courage points others to Christ. It is so important. It's similar to the one before, but just people seeing that you are trusting the Lord might be the very thing that gives them hope. You know, maybe your situation seems dire and someone else is praying for you, but they just don't know what to do. And sometimes because we love and care for someone else so much, it can put my life in a turmoil. It can put me into a depression, a state of anxiety. But yet when I watch you get through it because you trusted the Lord and had courage, it could change my life. It could change someone else's life that's watching you to see how you're going to handle what's in your life. Ladies, it's so important. We all need hope, but it starts with us trusting the Lord each and every day. Jesus is always the answer for every situation in life. He really is. Um, Some of these stories that I try to find for you in illustrations, they're so encouraging because sometimes they're so extreme that you think, how in the world is this, you know, quickly say, read it, because how is this going to come out? Um, But God gives us things in life and allows us to see and hear these stories so that it gives us courage. But I can be that for someone else. The courage you need is ready for you. Just ask the King of Kings and he will answer you. Ladies, I hope that this study has been an encouragement for you. But don't just let it brighten your day right now for the few minutes that you listened or watched. Really allow it to impact your heart. Allow these scriptures to change who you are, how you view God, and what you do with it today. Don't allow just um, today for this lesson to impact you and ask God for courage today, but forget all about it tomorrow. May 2021 be a time in a year That you can look back a year from now and think, wow, God gave me courage and it changed my year and it changed my life. Ladies, I know you can do it. 
And I believe that the Lord can use you in a great way if you ask Him and trust Him for courage. Thank you for joining me today for our Refresher Ladies Podcast. I hope that you have been blessed and will go about your day with rejoicing. For more information or any questions, you can find our ministry online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.